Hi everybody, welcome to episode 35 of Spoken Word with Electronics. Got a pretty cool tape this week. It is called Healing with Love by Gerald Jampolsky and Fred Rogers. And that's Mr. Rogers. Don't call him Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers. And this is a wonderful recording. Dr. Jampolsky has created a telephone network for sick children. These children are calling Jimmy, a member of their group, who recently had a bone marrow transplant and is in the hospital. Okay, Charlie, go ahead. And it's going to be our tribute to Mr. Rogers this week. A moving account of the healing roles love and support can play in children's critical illnesses. And it seems uh, lightly topical as well. So let's jump into that. The original title for this episode was going to be 1-800-MY-NEIGHBOR, but chose against that. But this is a tribute to Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers was amazing, of course. Hopefully you know that. He was as much an activist and an advocate for his politics as he was a paragon of decent, respectful kindness. Something to yearn for a return to. He was a uh, very strong person, and if you're an American born after 1960 or so through the 1990s, you probably had a part of your early upbringing nurtured by his PBS television show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I doubt I need to tell you much about him. I suppose I could think about my experiences with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. At the time, uh, we were only able to watch PBS when I was a kid. So uh, Mr. Rogers would sort of be at that high, perfect spot in the afternoon or the morning. I think he was on around 10 a.m. or something, and it felt like a real human suddenly showed up. And I loved the quiet of Mr. Rogers. I, uh, I hope people who are young right now have something like a Mr. Rogers to uh, grow up to. I also loved Captain Kangaroo. And I liked the uh, morning TV clowns, too. If my mom was in the room, we could watch other channels. And so we could watch the TV clowns then, if she was around. Like Bozo and Blinky. Blinky was the Denver clown. And Bozo showed up. For whatever reason, we also had WGN from Chicago as a channel in Denver. And so I would see Bozo and I would also see Blinky. And that's when it was appropriate to see a bunch of loud noise. But for your weekday morning therapy, nothing was better than Mr. Rogers. So uh, today is uh, about some Mr. Rogers that I doubt you or many people have heard. You know, I've had this tape for about 15 years or so, and I've always sort of wondered how to use it because I didn't want to make fun of Mr. Rogers at all. I, I uh, treasure him. And sometimes when you're working with sound material, there's this, but especially if you work in sampling, there's this idea that you're sort of transforming or making fun of the material. I didn't want to do that. I also didn't want to put just some weird synth bed underneath Mr. Rogers talking in a manipulative way. So, uh, but I've had this tape and I wanted to share this tape in a way. Uh, so this episode is going to be about the Mr. Rogers tape for terminally ill children. No uh, better way to really sell that. That's exactly what this was. Or is. It's a tape that he put out, or he uh, 
lent his talent to, I suppose you could say, in 1983. The real person that needs full credit for this is Gerald Jampolsky of the Center for Attitudinal Healing in California. And I've never heard of Gerald Jampolsky until I heard this tape, and he seems like a pretty wonderful person. He helped children deal with terminal illness and disease and also provided therapy to parents who had lost their children, or what might even be worse, had yet to. So we're dealing with their children being very sick. And he just seems like a wonderful, caring person. So uh, this recording is about Mr. Rogers and Gerald Jampolsky and the kids. And I think you're gonna enjoy it. I hope I'm not frightening you away from it. Uh, this, uh, this recording was made about 40 years ago in 1983, and it's a really incredible piece of audio. And in terms of its distribution, I'm fairly certain that one can presume it was only provided to someone needing it directly, needing it as another voice to hear, to find some comfort in. This is many years before the internet, or the internet as we know it. And it might have felt exceptionally isolating and frightening to have a sick kid or be a sick kid even more. And so you get introduced to a bunch of kids with leukemia, a bunch of other issues, and they're all super cool kids. I, uh, I can't find much information on any distribution on this tape, I've, so I would be curious. And it makes it all the more impressive that Fred Rogers, it's not surprising, it's not like Fred Rogers was an egotist or, or somebody just seeking the limelight or anything like that, but I do like how often you get confirmation that Fred Rogers was exactly who he was, you know, be it his appearances in front of Congress or whatever you want to refer to. But just donating his time very clearly to a cassette like this and participating is pretty awesome. And this is some serious stuff. And there's also some good humor. <laughs> uh, so I'll talk about that in a moment. But I think uh, right now, over the next few years, I think one thing about COVID is that we've kind of learned how kind of crummy a lot of people are, you know. I hope I'm not referring to you as a listener, but of course you're not because you're listening to this. Uh, only the best people listen to this show. <laughs> I'll take uh, Trump's manipulative phrasing. You are the, you're the good ones. But I think we've seen people really act terrible to each other in terms of not being able to think beyond their own needs. And so one thing that I really love about this tape is here's some kids, most of them probably did not survive introducing themselves, saying that they're here to help others in front of helping themselves or in addition to helping themselves. So you get to introduce the kids at about two minutes into the tape here with this very moving introduction to some of these children. And I came here to help others and to receive help at the same time. My name is Kenneth Estrada and I have leukemia and I'm here to help others. Isn't that cool? Nice job. And after this, then there's some great humor. <laughs> there's the phone call to Jimmy, which we opened this show up with. And the star of the phone call, however, is a young man named Mark. And I'm going to just say right now, Mark is one of the funniest kids I've ever been introduced to. And this isn't me pandering just because he might be sick. Uh, check out this natural sense of humor when he's reminding Jimmy of exactly who Mark is. Whoa! Whoa! 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, this is Mark. Remember me? No. <laughs> I'm the one who hardly comes to the meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? Fine. I didn't send you anything. I didn't send you anything. I love it. I, I love Mark. I hope Mark is still around and for his time on this planet that is some serious chops as a joke maker i uh very impressed with mark and jimmy uh jimmy was a good straight man or a good you know they bounce off each other really well jimmy uh that whole joke about um, i'm the person not being at the meetings uh, jimmy uh landed that joke for mark so both of them are pretty outstanding people I think that sometimes people think that mr rogers sort of talked really uh simple and kind of a pandering weird way and here he talks about death and he does so in quite a uh quite a, more poetic than than uh bizarre i love it and this is as far as i know the most explicit <laughs> the most explicit mr mr rogers has ever been about death and illness and it's in that same tone where he's talking to kids even approaching something this frightening and the audience can take it, though, because the audience, these children, for which it was intended, were pretty sober to death as an idea. And these kids are as brave as it gets. So I like to keep those kids' uh, memory alive. So we have the content of this tape, which I'm posting in full. And I think you'll find it has some of the boldest Mr. Rogers content you'll ever encounter. For example, uh, he consoles a parent here dealing with that in a way that only Mr. Rogers can. That we all are going to face it. And that uh, it's oh. an experience for all of us. And that I don't think that we'll ever be alone, whether we're here or afterwards. I don't think we're ever going to be alone. We'll all have caring people mm -hmm. with us mm -hmm. wherever we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that that must be the, the toughest thing, is to think about not being together. So we'll jump into that. Side A for this week reimagines some of the more interesting metaphysics of uh, Mr. Jampolsky and Mr. Rogers into a track called Mr. Rogers' Metaphysical Phone Hotline. I was going to call it 1-800-BE-MY-NEIGHBOR, as I said. And then after that, we have a bonus track of Mr. Rogers' sound bites taken from this cassette. And then side B is part 17 of Charlie Pickle, where you begin your first day of work at company statistics. That's your job. And you're asked to help out on the coffee situation. So let's jump into Healing with Love from 1983. Gonna put it into the tape set for for you. So here we have healing with love, and it says a moving account of the healing roles love and support can play in children's critical illnesses. And there is a very pretty picture of a butterfly on a halftone pattern. Just a damn good tape. So we'll put that in. Press play, and you'll hear that. 
I hope your last week was good. And I hope this I hope this week is good and this week will continue to be good. Thank you. Here's healing with love. <laughs>